You're listening to Rock of Ages, where I introduce my friends who are much into music theater to different types of pop and rock music. And sometimes they'll introduce me to some theater music. of ages podcast i'm your new host cade with me as ever is andrew who is still in a sack please let me out <laughs> uh also romy andrew, i mean jackson and the others are not here and that is deeply disheartening to me and for that uh, they shall be punished for next year it's it's a bare minimum of people that are required for a episode of this podcast because a two person podcast of this type yeah. would just be yeah mono really yeah mono bad. on mono would just be two people trying to make their best to make jokes but no one gets it because no one's there yes so this episode, we looked at Pokemon Live as a form of torture that didn't actually turn out as planned because no one, because again, there's only two other people here, but uh, here we go. So Pokemon Live was a musical based on the Pokemon anime series that occurred during the Four Kids Company era. Although it is not in the actual anime continuity and was never acknowledged as such, it ran in the United States from September 2000 to January 2001. The show would later go on to tour in uh, other nations, but it ceased in 2002. Now, infamously, this show is known mostly for focusing on the romance aspect of the show, with Misty's character motivation so kind of solely dependent on her feelings for Ash, and the controversial twist that Ash's mother, Delia, dated Giovanni during the early beginnings of Team Rocket's rise to power. The writer for the show has acknowledged that Giovanni was originally supposed to be revealed to be Ash's father, and he has said that the, the play does straight up imply that Delia and Giovanni did the do, but, you know, it's a kid's show, they can't get too explicit for it. Uh, the actors who played Giovanni and the Team Rocket uh, grunt, James, were later brought into the fold of the Four Kids Company, and would later appear in the Pokemon anime proper, as well as dubbing in other shows handled by the company, such as Sonic X, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh!, and Liberty Kids. James's actor, Andrew Reynolds, is known for his disdain of the show, as he felt his character was playing into harmful gay stereotypes. However, things worked out, as he's clearly the most successful actor in this production nearly 20 years after it's finished. Uh... A majority of the songs from the show were taken from the original album for the Pokemon anime, To Be a Master, which was released to Power a year prior. Uh, the show is also known for featuring an 
exclusively original Pokemon made for the show called Mecha Mewtwo. So, uh, what were your guys' thoughts on Pokemon Live? Well, as a not-fan of Pokemon, I thought it was passable. Meanwhile, I first started gaining memories during the four kids era of Pokemon, and uh, it was pretty much the hottest thing in the world when I was like three or four. I was. And, uh, I remember I was practic. I was born practically right after uh, Pokemania ended in the world, so I never got to feel how you feel about Pokemon. Yeah, I rem. I think I have some vague. I, I might have seen the first movie when it was out, but I don't know if I did. I do remember seeing the second one, the Pokemon Two Thousand. Into the unknown, the best one. Uh, I, I don't know. I remember though. Well, for that, I, your movie I, podcast will be. We'll have an episode on Mystery of the Unknown now because of that. I remember, like when I was like five. And my parents, like, showed me YouTube videos for me to shut up. And one of them, I swear, I swear that one of them was Pikachu singing If You're Happy and You Know It. Um, that one kind of gives off the same energy as the Hidogata Japanese PSA that nobody knows. <laughs> but n that no one can find any proof for. <laughs> uh, you look it up, it's very weird. Okay. And I also just added Pokemon the first movie to my list, to my wheel for my movie podcast. No, which... I said the... No, Mystery of the Unknown. Come on. It's the third one. Uh, yeah. The we'll... Yeah, we'll get to it later. Okay, anyway. No! Anyway, as a non-fan of Pokemon, again, this show was passable, but with that being said, I'm not going to say it was good. It's... What were some of your favorite tracks, Andrew? Um, did you not take notes, Andrew? I took mental notes. I oh, I liked the time has come. I thought that I thought that was a nice little power ballad. And uh, how did you feel about Giovanni, the main antagonist? Giovanni, he seems yeah. He actually seemed pretty interesting, kind of. But that may be because I've never watched the show. Maybe he's even more interesting in the show. And have you never played a Pokemon game either? I don't think I have. I am. Wow. I am literally the def wow. I am literally the dictionary definition of an uncultured swine. This is this is literally why I'm the host now. If you tried to host this episode, it would not work. It would literally not work. <laughs> this yeah. is why you're in the sack and I'm in the big chair. <laughs> It's it's a very big chair. It's like one of those gaming chairs. Yeah. I I do remember playing like Smash Bros at a gaming convention in the middle of one of Maryland's many peninsulas. And I think I or someone else played as a Pokemon. I don't know. Andrew is literally so uncultured about Pokemon. I can't. <laughs> uh, what if I just kept making all the albums the other Pokemon musicals? They made more Pokemon musicals. God, no. There is There's... at least one more. Yeah. It's called Pokemon it's called... the Musical. Yeah, with you. Yeah. Here we are on a new adventure. Danger lurks somewhere in the darkness. We are set for surprises, even battle. We're a team. 
Oh, Andrew. Knowing that you have no info on Pokemon, the anime, the games, none of that, you watch this. You watch the actual recording of well, Pokemon Live. Can you describe the plot? I well, in I a comparable way. Even though I even though I've never watched Pokemon, I know the basic gist. There's this kid named Ash Ketchum, and he's collecting Pokemon with his friends Misty and the other guy, and their most loyal companion is Pikachu. Which is the first Pokemon that Ash captured, and now he's capturing more Pokemon so we could battle against Team Rocket, who wants to use Pokemon for cruel things. Even though Ash is basically doing animal cruelty himself by keeping them in tiny balls. But so what do you guys think of uh, Giovanni Solo? It will all be mine. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it... got nothing on. My name is Doofin. You'll do what I say, or <laughs> any other Doofenshmirtz song. Oh, yeah. uh, this no. No, speaking of it, hmm. it's better than any Doof song. I said it. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of which, the the twist that Ash's mom dated Giovanni radiates the same energy as Phineas's mom having dated Doofenshmirtz, <laughs> which leads yeah, to the implication that like... yeah, that would it's also explain way. why Phineas is so inventive and stuff. Yeah, Romy, Romy. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you have, you referencing Phineas and Ferb has unlocked a secret memory that I now know I can use for Saturday's episode. So when people complain, it's on you, okay? I think I know what this next me. musical is. Okay. Anyway, okay. I already described the plot of Pokemon the TV show, but you, you told me to uh, talk about Pokemon Live, so uh, I guess I'll yes. do that. So, um... Ash is watching TV, you know, and he sees this advertisement from a guy saying, oh, hey, you, you, if you come to here, you can get this badge. And so he embarks on a trip with uh, Pikachu, Misty, and the other guy, and they set out to get this badge. But little do they know it's a ploy by Giovanni and Team Rocket to capture Pikachu for their ultimate p Pokemon, the Mecha Mewtwo, which is like Mewtwo, but Mecha. And uh, Ash's mom and her uh, boyfriend, who is a scientist, they're going to see this uh, doctor's TED talk, but they're intercepted by Giovanni, who said it was all a trick, and then they took him, them to his lair, where uh, Ash's mom reveals that Giovanni was his uh, Ash's dad the whole time, and <laughs> it's, it, that's it, that's, that's the best I could do. You did it. You did it. You, you, you did it. You perfectly described Pokemon Live, except for some things, but that's okay. That's okay. Well, those they, well, those things, but they don't really have much to do with Pokemon, the show itself, so... So, yeah. Uh, what did you guys uh, think of uh, Team Rocket's song, Double, Tr Double Trouble? You, oh, I love that? the studio it's, version of it. <laughs> it's pretty good. You know, but, you know, uh, you know brother... but Double Trouble was pretty good, but do you know what was uh, kind of cringe? The uh, Team Rocket Boy, Tango. Are you talking about the uh, the We're the Best at Being the Worst song? Yes. I think that, was the... that one. Oh, my brother had the Double Trouble song and a bunch of other Pokemon-related songs on a mix CD some ten years ago, maybe? I think I'll... Yeah. As I referred to. What's, what's, so what's your overall feelings on this show, guys? Like, I have a few things to to get takeaway first um uh, the uh first track you and me and pokemon it's hilarious how uh how it exists 
Like, you would never imagine that a song like You and Me and Pokemon would exist. But here it is, existing. Yeah, I'm very fond of it. I'm, like, I have a... I have this weird fondness for this kind of nighty stuff mm. to the point where I have a script about I I don't have it's not an actual script yet but mm. it's percolating in my head it's about like it's set in the summer of 1999 so uh probably be a few pokemon references yeah so um for the uh Giovanni song it kind of reminded me of yes but not 70s prog, yes, yes, from the 80s. Like, it's a kind of slower version of Owner of a Lonely Heart, kind of. And for uh, for my best friends, I put, it. it's Broadway singers singing Phil Collins songs. That's basically the entirety of this musical. Basically, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there, there, which reminds me of the, that there is a Tarzan musical. <laughs> It replaced the Billy Joel musical, apparently. I'm not uh, going to. I'm not going to buy tickets unless Phil Collins plays all of the gorillas. <laughs> I thought everything changes. Um, I thought it was pretty nice duet between Ash's mom and the doctor guy she's dating. The uh, music itself doesn't remind me of anything, but the title reminds me of this uh, Kian song. I think that's how you pronounce it. From, like, when I was, like, five years old, I kept listening to it nonstop when I was, like, five or six called Everything's Changing. I couldn't, I couldn't get enough of that song when I was, like, six. So, yeah, I guess I, that, that unlocks some memories. I'll, yeah, I'll, I would have been in the prime audience for Pokemon Live if it ever came to Newfoundland, but it didn't. Like, I was actually talking about this with my mom earlier today, and... She says the first concert I ever saw was one of those tribute shows with tributes to Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears. I think one of the first. Uh, I think one of the first shows I've been to was I was four, back when I still lived in California, and uh, yeah, they took us to like the Winnie the like the Winnie the Pooh show. I barely remember a thing about that show, but. For some reason, the thing I remember most vividly was that Piglet was walking across the stage with a balloon, and then somehow the balloon popped. I didn't. E- I don't even remember a pop. It just. It just ceased to exist. That's uh, that's fun to remember about the uh, the Winnie the Pooh show. That's fun. That's all I can remember. The first uh, non-musical show I saw without see having seen it on a school trip was Alex Cuba, who was the a uh, Cuban-Canadian musician who was playing here about two years ago, back when concerts were a thing, and... What the hell's a concert? <laughs> we'll, we'll be getting those uh, eventually. <laughs> uh, yeah. as, as long as the vaccine does its job and uh, everybody gets their second doses uh, soon enough. I'm actually getting mine earlier, but nothing's set in stone. We're, we have in, oh, we have of, something called the Together Again plan. Gee, it's good to be together again. Speaking of uh, Stone, that reminds me of another show I saw in kindergarten where it was a uh, stage production of the uh, children's classic book, Stone Soup. I saw that instead of Pokemon Live. Yeah. I mean, Pokemon Live wasn't even around when I was born, but still. 
it's something I saw instead of Pokemon Live. Yeah, I I saw Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants too instead of Star Wars: The Clone Wars, which was a night, which was a wise move, <laughs> in hindsight. Yeah, to this day, Star Wars: The Clone Wars is the only piece of Star Wars content that contains the word stinky, and I'm I hope it still remains like that because that is a horrible <laughs> word and it should not be associated with Star Wars. Statistically number one. Yeah, a hundred percent. Incompetent. Hey, that's never been done. We're very good at being very bad. It's our rate of success that's sadly been weak. We'll just have right, to so accept. Oh, wait, so uh, I'm... Uh... I have one more thing. I said uh, two perfect girls did not need to slap as hard as it did. <laughs> it doesn't, but it does. It's yeah. great. I don't know. That was the yeah, one. I that like was that the one. one too. That was the one song I actually thought this is from Pokemon Live. This can't. This can't be. Hmm. All right, ratings. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, I've given it some thought. I'm gonna give it a uh, four. No, no. Uh, f- uh, it's it's hard because. It's of co- it's, of course it's obviously a cash grab, but I'd be lying if I said there weren't any real moments out of it. Like uh, there are some cool scenes, I guess, but uh, I think I'll I'll give it a a four point seven five out of ten because it's got its moments, but it's it's a nice little capitalist machine that was clearly made at the height of something that was extremely popular. And probably attributed to its downfall. And you gotta remember it's a jukebox musical too, technically, because the <laughs> yeah. songs were already written. Yeah. <laughs> well, some of them. And the, apparently the writer oh, only had, like, two weeks to finish <laughs> each act. And his first introduction to Pokemon was just watching the first movie, <laughs> like, five different times. Um, yeah, and Andrew Rennell said, I literally, in retrospect, would have rather done, like, a snuff film or porn than do this show. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Where would I, where would I know Andrew Rennell's from? Book of Mormon, uh, Bob's Burgers, Central Park, Big All Mouth, Sonic X, so Liberty bas- Kids, so Hamilton, basically. Basically, a bunch of good content. Four months in, in a room bitching. Okay, Romy, what would you give it? Uh, out of nostalgia for this era of Pokemon, I would give it a 69 out of 10. Nice. <laughs> this is why Romy gets paid the big bucks. <laughs> but, like, what's your actual genuine rating, Romy? Uh, probably a 7. That's good. That's good. Yeah, same for me. It's a seven. So, uh, we don't have a wheel anymore. I threw the wheel out the window. It's gone. It's uh, in fimes. I'll I get burned it. it. <laughs> I'll get it. I'll get it back next month. You'll get it back, but it will not be the same wheel. Anyway, uh, so it will be scarred for life. I've decided I was going. Oh, no. I was going to do this one abhorrent piece of theater that I saw live. Which is Phineas and Ferb, the best live tour ever. However, there's no ease of access way to view it. 
and I, I, it would be, it would just be weird to do the playlist version of it because uh, it's it's all just songs from the show. So does the playlist feature squirrels in my pants? Yes, squirrels in my pants is just randomly in the show for no reason. It's weird. They just have to have the reason for the songs to repeat, but it's it's fine. Uh, so I've decided, you know, I'm gonna let Jackson have their due for uh next Saturday, and I'm going to cash in. For Saturday and Tuesday already. And I'm just going to announce them right here, right now. Saturday and Wednesday. Oh, Saturday yeah. and Wednesday. I'm sorry. Saturday, we will be covering what some people claim to be the greatest album of all time, which is Pink Floyd's The Wall. Oh, nice. <laughs> now, yeah. Andrew, Andrew, why would I also claim Tuesday? I mean, Wednesday. Why do you think that, Andrew? Hmm. Month six, day nine. On Wednesday, we will also be covering the wall, but hmm. it will be Doug Walker's The Wall. Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! <laughs> it's gonna. This is gonna be a and wonderful yes, week. Yes, I do think we should watch. I oh do think God, we should this... watch the films versions too, not just the albums. I have the film. Oh. So get prepared gonna... for that. Oh yeah! You heard the man. Next week oh. we're looking at. Pink Floyd's The Wall and Nostalgia Critics The Wall. <laughs> Thank Stay you. By her side so faithfully. I would if I could, but it's just no good. Cause there's two perfect girls for me.